welcome to the You in Progress podcast with your girls, Gabriella and Michelle. Thanks so much for listening. And remember to follow us on Instagram at the You in Progress podcast to share your badass story. Hashtag You in Progress. All right, let's get into it. Hey, and welcome to episode 10. So if you guys are listening in um, in order, which sometimes I don't listen to podcasts in order, but so Michelle just interviewed me about some very vulnerable things and girl, now it's time for me to ask her the question. I'm ready. I All like right. being vulnerable. This girl, she is like, she is like. <laughs> Bouncing off the walls. You do. You do like your vulnerability. I'm, I'm like. I'm a feminine. Yeah, I'm really so in true. tune with that. Yeah. That's so true. We were just talking about that, that you're yeah. like in your strong feminine. And I'm like trying to get some of that. And you're trying to get some of my strong masculine. Masculine. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Good mm-hmm. times. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, so today we're going to be talking about calling um, not calling in your partner because you got the partner, but mm-hmm. um, really, I guess calling in yourself or like really um, continuing that journey and that path of elevation while being in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that folks could, you know, it's very common to lose yourself in a relationship. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I think that for especially our listeners that one, you know, maybe they're trying to do some homework before they're getting into a relationship or folks who are in a relationship, maybe some folks who are married, um, you know, folks who have been in serious relationships before and really want to maybe get a little guidance, um, you know, from the aftermath of that. So whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so I am super interested in hearing about you girl. (laughs) Um, so I guess let's start by telling me, Tell me your status. What's your relationship status? My status. Um, okay, I am in a loving, committed relationship with my mm. partner, um, Michael, and he's um, he. I don't even think he's gonna listen to this episode. I'll probably put it on the background. See if he even notices. Yeah, I don't think he's our listener. Uh, no, he's, he's probably our, like, not fan in, in in public. Like, no, yeah, in person. He's a fan. Exactly. No, <laughs> He'll post our stuff, but he won't listen. Oh, God bless him. God bless. Um, so, and yeah, he, I've been with Michael, oh my gosh, three years in May. Aww. I know, I'm very excited. It definitely was not a walk in the park. Um, we In the past three years, we definitely have, t- have taken some a little bit of time apart um, a couple of times because, you know, and it's, it's both an honor um, and a challenge to be with someone um, – for a long time because you're you're growing as an, especially at this age right i started dating mm-hmm. him when i was 20 oh my god 22 22 22 wait how old are you 20 20 20 i'm 25 so i i get that a lot i think it's an, a compliment but anyways um so i started dating him at a young age um and i'm gonna go into this a little deeper but you know, he was, he was, his frontal lobe was not fully developed. I was 22. So, <laughs> so messed up. No, it's a technically, seriously. <laughs> I know. Was like, like, yo, no, he, he was technically he like was some the- type of caveman <laughs> when I met him. When he had the thought of that one. <laughs> he, he, he really was just not, um, I think him and I, it's funny. It's, you know, I, it's so hard for me to articulate this again. I didn't really prep for this because I want this to be just raw and authentic, but when we met, I at that time, at that specific time, I definitely manifested that exact version of him. I, mm. At that time, I wanted to be with someone who was mm. super fun, laid mm. back, no commitment, no like just hanging out, having fun, um, which of course kind of snowballed into, you know, conflicting 
desires in the relationship, mm-hmm. which, you know, which causes us to first t- take some time apart. Um, but, and uh, gosh, that really, again, we took that time apart and I manifested that other version of him that became my partner and not just someone who, um, who is just have fun to be around and just kind of, you know, have fun with on the weekends. So yeah, him and I have been on this evolving journey for three years and I, you know, I, I really resonated with what you said in the other episode of, I do believe everyone that comes into your life, sometimes not everyone is meant to stay forever. I 100% believe and I'm in the perspective that everyone that comes into your life is either there to teach you something or be a blessing mm-hmm. that's there for your whole entire life. So uh, I'm hoping that he is my um, here to stay and him and I are on this journey of ensuring that that happens. Like mm-hmm. he's not just like, a boyfriend at this point he's like my life partner and like it's such a gift to be with him so yeah that's that's where we're at uh we met on linkedin which is a joke that we made in the last episode um and yeah i, I think recently too it's it's crazy i guess you know now that i'm already talking about it that second time when we had taken time apart and i say this um i don't obviously i don't tell everyone this but for the sake of the podcast i really just want to emphasize and like what you are vibrating at is what you will receive in so relationships. With that, yes. Can you kind of paint us a picture of three, four years ago? What did Michelle's life look like oh behind my closed doors? God. Okay. Uh, three years ago was actually the beginning of COVID. Mm, so sure. I'm yeah. happy to dive into this now. I had just gotten out of a, a relationship that um, that breakup was really detriment like that was probably my biggest romantic heartbreak um for yeah i i absolutely I, okay here's the thing okay before i go into like the vibration and like where i was three years ago um i 100 percent believe that you pe- people naturally lose parts of themselves like at different points in the relationship because one like it is a beautiful thing when you meet someone and you are just so in sync that you kind of turn into that person. I think Mm -hmm, that's like mm -hmm. one of the best things about relationships, but also that's why it is really important to have me time and alone time so that you still remember who you are, your goals, what makes you happy, your personality, like your favorite movies, things like that, like those little things. Um, So with me and my ex, like we weren't really compatible like Mm -hmm. we really were I think at first we were again like it was young and like stupid and fun but in the long run we weren't compatible and I couldn't accept that I couldn't accept like at 22 years old like you know being in a committed relationship with him like no like I I'm I've lost so much of myself with him like our breakup really made me um again, was the, was the really like height of my spiritual awakening, but also really made me evaluate this person. Like, Michelle, how much love do you, like how much of your happiness do you put in someone else's hands? Like mm-hmm. I said this, I think in our first February episode, but I'm a recovering love addict. And that mm-hmm. was like the bottom. And what's a love addict? Yeah. So I, I, uh, I identify as a recovering love addict. And I say that because when I was younger, um, and I'm, I'm sure, and I'm hoping it doesn't resonate, but I'm sure it unfortunately does. Um, but I was put in situations where um, people, family members who were supposed to put me first, 
um, didn't put me first. And I was very young at the time. My siblings were a lot older than me. My father had passed away. So my mom was dating again and my siblings were dating. And, you know, there was, I, I had no idea how to grow up and like even form like self-love and identity. I put my entire identity into my, you know, my family's perception of me. And like, I had to, like, I had to figure out on my own as a little girl, like how like what love is and like how to love myself, which made it really difficult because, you know, again, my just being really vulnerable, my mom would choose other people ahead of me mm -hmm. and my siblings who I love and I loved them all dearly would choose other, which is, which, by the way, which is a hundred percent, like you should do that. You should, if you're like a teenager, you should probably date and like make this whole person your world. But from a very, 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 very young age, mm -hmm. I want to say right after my dad passed away, honestly, so I was like four or five, I remember looking at them and thinking, I want to feel that way. I want someone to love me and pick me the way that my family members have picked their person. I want that. I want someone to like, and then I started to form this like, man, like someone who loves me is going to be like super protective and toxic. And like, I just wanted someone who was going to ride with me and like, do anything for me. And so, you know, I unfortunately, since then, shouldn't you not, I remember liking a boy when I was like in third grade. I remember being so obsessed with love. I don't care. I didn't care what it looked like, who it was. Um, I just, I wanted someone to pick me. I wanted mm -hmm. someone to love me. And so, um, you know, I even think with us, I, mean, I hate that he's kind of a topic right now, but my ex, you know, I remember he had betrayed me more than once and I remember thinking it's okay this is love so I forgave and I you know I just kind of moved on and tried to forget and obviously that didn't work um but yeah I just you know because of my love addiction because I I didn't fully love myself I because I wasn't I didn't pick myself I didn't realize that I didn't realize that I had to pick myself first I didn't realize that I had to love me like I didn't realize that because of my perception of love, I was accepting this capacity of love that wasn't at its full potential. I was receiving bits, right? So, and do you have you ever forgiven yourself? Uh, oh shit! Because um, it wasn't your fault. Like some days, I think I do. I think it's I think it's a work in progress. I think there are some days where I'm really angry. Like I, I put blame. Like right now in this moment, the first thought that came to mind was like, oh, I just wish like they had put me first so that I would have learned to love myself. It's okay to blame somebody who was supposed to love you, right? Like it was like uh, we we were talking today. Sorry, this is like no, no, no. I'm like I wrote four questions <laughs> and I'm not gonna ask any of them, bitch. I was like, we actually go find out about Michelle right now. Um, so I told you about like somebody who's not treating their animals well, and like my one friend is like, yo, if you bring something into your life, you are making that promise to care for them. Right. So yeah. like, and that's the same as like a child. Right. And so it's like, it's, a, let's say there's a little doggy getting abused, like, yeah. you know, whatever it is, like it's it would never be the dog's fault. It would be the person who signed up to have that animal into their home and provide the best circumstance within your means and ability to, and 
that nobody would ever blame the puppy and nor you would want the puppy even if the puppy grows up to flinch when he sees a blanket or whatever it is nobody in their right mind would be like bad dog why are you flinching no like he had a yeah you know condition to yeah thank so you so much yeah you're you know, like what more a child fault. yeah no it's i really appreciate fault. that and you um, should blame them it's okay they, they can carry the blame for what they lack yeah i and that's the thing too it's like it's it's funny because when you ask that i don't know what what i was struggling with the most i don't know if i was struggling with like remembering what it felt like to be in that powerless position or like really asking myself because again it's e it's easier some days than it's harder some days yeah i think at a high level I do forgive myself because I like my heart is rich. Everyone who is listening, if you've ever been through anything that detrimentally like knocks you down <laughs> to the ground to the point where it's like I can never get up, your heart is rich. You know, what if you were made for this moment? What if you existed for that moment? And I do believe mm -hmm. that. So I am I am very grateful for my willingness and your willingness who's ever listening to get back up and, and your heart is rich. That's all I want to say. So I'm, I, I have really released myself from that. I've really yeah. like forgiven myself. It's just, it's painful for sure. sure. Um, and sometimes, you know, naturally as humans, we think about, oh, what if my dad was still here? What if, mm -hmm. you know, things had gone different? But again, you know, this is why I'm on this journey is to create, uh, to put back to take back my power, to mm -hmm. remember what I am in control of and focus on that. Because when I focus on that, when I focus on the good in my life, when I focus on the happiness, it expands. And that is proof. That is absolute mm -hmm. proof. So at a high level, yeah, I have forgiven myself. It's it's still very painful, but it absolutely it still shows up in my life, even now, mm -hmm. even with Michael, right? So Anyway, oh my gosh, I didn't even answer a question. Three years ago, COVID happened. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm uh, no, like, no, yes. no. This is when yeah. you know it's a real conversation. And yeah, it's um Thank you for answering. Yeah, thank you for asking. It's it's been uh I I can't so three years ago when I met Michael, I think this is where we were going, I had just gone out of the relationship, right? So I was in that my vibration, I'm painting like a clear my vibration was I just want to have fun. I just want to meet someone because my ex didn't like to drink anymore. He didn't like to like go out. So I wanted like complete opposite. I wanted someone who could travel. I wanted someone who just liked to party, who didn't want commitment, who mm -hmm. like was just for fun. Mm -hmm. Michael and I had a fucking blast. Him and I, and you know what though? And I love him so much. I love Michael so dearly. Even until now, him and I still have that much fun together. So I'm you, very grateful. You guys are always having fun. We just, I'm always we're like, little... we're having too much fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have fun with you once a month once a month i, but. I know um but when we broke up the first time and it, that's what it was we separated and we, we you know we didn't know what was gonna happen next um and albeit it was a, it was a very short time apart but i remember thinking to myself and i really really want to emphasize this to everybody i really remember thinking like at the end of the day you know if michael and i don't get back together like I must accept that like I guys I really can't stress this enough and I'm re like re-diving into manifestation babes like kind of like talk about this but the more you like if you if there's any way that you can let go of all resistance that's how you will get to right. your dream life so and your dream love your dream everything so I let go of the resistance as much as I could I focused my time instead of I again even at that time I'll, I'll admit this 
because of my love addiction, the first thing I did was went on like all the dating apps. Mm. I just wanted that attention. I just wanted mm-hmm. someone to love me. I remember that so distinctly. Um, and I'm really proud because we, when him and I took a second time apart, which is, which was much shorter, by the way. So we had got back together. I'm kind of bouncing around here. Um, and it was such an interesting time. And I'll go out and say it because I'm, I'm sure he won't mind. Is he even listening? But um, we were at this kind of turning point of like, hey, do you love me? Him and I hadn't said it yet. Again, our our tone, our relationship was like still very fun, still very like we're fucking around, even though we got back together. So when I asked him, he said, no, and I don't know if I ever will. Okay. Fuck. So when you come, so listen, here's the I thing. Just poop myself. Up. <laughs> so, so, so I want to, I want to provide some context. Okay. So in the midst of all of this, I, I really want to go back to what we even, what I, my main hopefully point was, I don't even know what it is anymore, but what, what we started this conversation with is when, even when you are in a relationship with someone, uh, it is so, Michael's the first person I've been with, but even throughout all of this, like the breakups, the relationship, I have prioritized my, my journey, my mm. mental health. So in the background, yes, like we did another four months of dating. Um, but in those four months, you know, after that first time you know, we had split, I, I was still my first priority. I was still my, like, I love you more than anything else. I choose you. I will never do that to you again. I will never leave you. I will ride with you. And I'm you getting emotional. Michelle. Yeah, me. I was like, I'm feeling like I, like, so, so when he told me he didn't love me, I'm getting emotional. But like, when he told me he didn't love me, I, girl, never in my life, never in my, I said, okay, then we can't be together because I wasn't going to sit there after doing two like years of like like girl you like just you deserve this you deserve this like I wasn't gonna sit there and teach somebody how to love me when I have been doing mm-hmm. it for two years I'm not gonna do that so we took some time apart and I to my bones guys with conviction with like true conviction I really in my heart was like I let you go with love I let you go I'm so grateful that you and I met I'm so grateful that this experience happened to show me, fuck, I finally fucking chose myself. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful that you were in my life. I'm so grateful we had fun, but I let you go through resistance so much that if he ever popped, I never stalked him. I never looked at his Instagram. And if he ever came up, the first thing I trained my mind to do was I only want the best for Michael. That's it. Mm-hmm. And the, I swear, I let go of all resistance. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I manifested the partner of my dreams. We worked mm. it out. We had, and it wasn't right away. It, there was, of course, some, I had to regain that trust, right? To, to really be vulnerable again. Mm-hmm. But I manifested this version of him that is the most loving, committed partner I could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. So I, I really have learned to, until now, I'm still pouring into my own cup. I don't, I deserve a life that isn't rushed. So every time I think about like, when is he going to propose? Like, when are we going to get engaged? Because I want that with him. Yeah. I do. I yeah. want that with him. I remember and I tell myself, like, fill your own cup first. Mm-hmm. You know, I am mine before I'm anyone else's. I deserve a life that isn't rushed. And that's how I bring myself back down. To, again, I'm still a love addict. I still love love, right? Yeah, and yeah. I never, I'm, that's never going to go away, right? But I have learned to live with that love addiction and love it. Um and incorporate it into who I am now. So, yeah, I am proud that I am whole. And I'm, you know, him and I both make two holes instead of two halves. So, 
And I think it's hilarious because she's just reading off my screen and answering questions. What do you I mean? See you. I see you at number four. Oh my gosh, I did not even read I that. See you. You, even, you don't even give me the like, Baba Walters <laughs> like, freaking fulfillment here to ask my nosy questions. No. Wow. It's okay. This no, happened okay. last episode too. I was like, you were just, get, I did, honestly, I only read like two questions because you were just bouncing off of what I said. But no. Well, one of my one of my questions I'd like to know is how does it feel to hold space for yourself and hold space for a partner? Um, that's a great question. How do I hold space? Um, I can give you an example, actually, and I don't know if this is going to answer your question, but this is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, my love addiction comes up a lot when I, so I, I want everyone to know, and I, we were actually just talking about this. You can't, and I, we're human, it is going to happen, but you can't look at present slash new experiences with old traumas. Because mm. then, and that's, hey, I love you, that's natural. We naturally do that because we don't want to get hurt again. We mm. naturally build this wall, and we naturally are trained now to see red, right? Mm. So... Michael and I, we have very different love languages. This is part of the reason, again, we split up the second time. Um, but I'm a words of affirmation person. So when he tells me he loves me, I believe him. But when he says, like, joking, like, oh, like, roasting me or whatever, I believe him too. I'm a softie. Mm -hmm. What can I say? Um, so I'm trying to think of an example. I like that too. I take people's words if they're like. Like, seriously, yeah. Like, you and, me. And yeah. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> like, so a lot of time, okay, um, okay, no, this is perfect. So I have been cheated on in the past. Mm. Um, Michael, and this, I think a lot of people will unfortunately resonate with this. Michael texted me accidentally saying she's gone now, accidentally, or something like that. I forgot what the context was, so it's not that recent. But I, oh my God, I freaked out. We live in New York City. We live together. We have a dog. I would have... <laughs> And I forget what it was. I truly do. But I remember seeing nothing but red. And I have great. I have two great examples. I know we're coming on the time, but I have another great example. Um, and I remember seeing red. And it was just the, a pure communication. Like, I, I honestly, I, I know in a way I had the right to, but I blew it so out of proportion. Like, hurt people, hurt people. And that's exactly what I did. Even though he didn't, it was totally, like, it was a miscommunication. I pulled it out. I was like, you, like not even nasty words, like hurtful things. I didn't even call him names. I said hurtful things. Like, why the fuck are we even together? You don't see me, da, da, da. Like, all so degrading to him. And I, again, because I'm a love addict, a lot of times my response to things is very reactive. Mm -hmm. And I'm working on, on that every day. But again, Especially it's if you just, feel like you're going to lose something that you feel yes. uh, dependency on. Yeah, so, how, so to answer your question, like, now what I do... When I hold space for myself, I hold space knowing, hey, Michelle, I, I, if, if you can, if you can, and I, I tell myself this all the time, if you can, if you can find that 10, 10 seconds to just ask yourself, am I looking at this with old eyes? Like, is there, mm. is there a way, is there a way to communicate? Because I hate to say it, but I manifest, like, I was vibrating at a very low, fearful, angry state. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure something happened within that. Something happened where I attracted very much that, so right? Like before that happened, you were, like, pretty low? Um, when you were no, I was saying, like, when I was, like, throwing that hate oh, at him, yeah, I yeah. was vibrating low. Okay. So um, I had to ask myself, was there a, 
it, could I have found a way to not vibrate there and say and vibrate higher and choose my highest self in that moment and say, hey, babe, like I'm like in a, in a very calm way. Hey, I'm feeling really stressed that you said this. Can you I, I'm sure there's an explanation. Can you explain this to me? Because I'm going to mm-hmm. freak out. One, I understand that takes a lot of trust. I know that. But two, that's it, there needs to be this healthy regulation of feelings mm-hmm. in order to attract the love in your life that you deserve, right? So if you're explosive, that's what you're going to get, ex- explosive relationship. If you want healthy, you're going to have to communicate healthy. Yeah. Um, at this point, I forgot the second thing I was going to talk about. But yeah, I'm it's... I'm so excited for that too. You're like, I was. Hold, hold up. on. Hold up. And I'm just, you know, I've had to learn that with myself is I've had to hold... Okay, so I hold space for myself by asking, hey, you've done so much work. Is there a better way to go about this? Mm. Am I choosing my highest self right now? And holding space for him often looks like compassion. You guys, you as well as your partner did not get a manual on how to love you or do life with you. There, you Honestly, Michael's baby picture used to be my wallpaper for a long time because I, I remember I give myself a lot of grace thinking about my inner child. Well, you mm. need to look at your partner's inner child too, mm-hmm. right? So, oh my gosh, that is, that's very... What did they go through? If yeah. I felt that way, if I went through abuse, if I went through all these things, what did they go through? Because mm-hmm. there's something in his in his everyone's childhood that molds them into the way they love and communicate. That really resonated with me. No. Hmm. I hope in good ways, but it's terrible ways. <laughs> um yeah. And then I think kind of one last thought. So I know you asked me what would I tell twenty five year old Gabriella? You're twenty five. What would you tell thirty five year old Michelle? Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Because I had a girl. feeling you had to ask me this. I was like, she's not going to ask me 15. She's going to ask me the fucking yeah, 30 of mine. I was say, what do you feel at newborn? Don't have sex too young. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, uh, 35. Um, I would tell myself, um, I'm so proud of you. Because if, like, if this is how I'm feeling now, then I know you, you did so much work to be 35 and happy and just thriving and just loving life and I just want you to know that in this present moment I'm doing everything I can to get you to your dream life because you deserve it um and you I don't know why you ever freaked out at 25 about like the money the love the engagement the like job I know I don't know why you freaked out because you are in a fantastic spot in your life you always have been and just keep spreading the love that you love giving to others yeah, that's I what I'd say. That. Oh, awesome. Bad bitch, period. I hope oh, you're being a like, bad I bitch. She's like, she's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, well, Michelle, for you. letting us in. And I know that, I know, guys, it wasn't a linear um, kind of, um, I guess, conversation, but it was a conversation encompassing of how we feel sometimes in a relationship what we may see or experience or struggle with or there's a lot there's a lot to hold yourself and Mm -hmm. to you know while navigating that with someone yeah and um so i appreciate that and i thank you i thank you another level of consciousness has been made another one another one thanks for listening guys guys. love ya bye Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We hope this gave you a sprinkle of inspiration with a few laughs. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the You in Progress podcast to share your thoughts and feedback. Hashtag 
you in progress. And remember, you got this. See you next time.